like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. Welcome back to another episode in our podcast series, Exercises in Sex Magic. Uh, we like to look at our history on this podcast. As traditionalists, we find history to be a great tool for understanding why we do what we do. Um, we, in previous series, we've looked at BDSM history, and uh, that may come up in this series too uh, as we go along. But uh, right now, let's look briefly at the history of sex magic. Uh, sexual magic has been used by mankind since the dawn of history. Throughout much of the world, primitive fertility cults began in the Paleolithic and locally continue up to the present time. Uh, relig religions based on fertility and sex flourished. With the rise of Christianity, magic in general and sex magic in particular were initially discouraged and ultimately banned in Western culture. The practice of magic of any kind was really forbidden and punishable by torture and death. Uh, practitioners of sex magic and magic uh, were forced underground, and much of their practice was kept secret. Uh, much of the writings of Western esoteric traditions are purposely uh, obscured in obscure languages, codes, and euphemisms to protect secrets and practitioners from the wrath of the church. This practice continues to some extent up to today. So a lot of the times uh, in a lot of the different books on sex magic and magic in particular, a lot of them are written in obscure language and codes, euphemisms, and, uh, you know, a lot of it kind of looks like theory. Um, but in this series, we're going to uh, unwrap all of those codes. We're going to reveal to you uh, several different exercises throughout this series. Um, actually, many exercises throughout this series on sex magic that you can practically do alone with a partner or with partners. In spite of the persecution by the church and society... Sex magic continued to be practiced in medieval Europe. Uh, these practices included the black sabbats performed by witches, as well as more organized and focused sex magic. The developers of the Enochian magical system, uh, John Dee and Edward Kelly, practiced sex magic in conjunction with their Enochian magic during the 16th century. Uh, there was a really good story about how they did some... Uh, some swinging uh, in order, uh, ch changing sex, sex partners in order to uh, further um, uh, be given that angelic language from the spirit guides that they were uh, in communication with. 
Uh, these practices really would have been forever lost except for the accidental discovery of these notes and diaries after his death. Uh, John Dee was definitely a big, important figure uh, in, in uh, magical history, and uh, uh, he kind of had uh, the ability to practice uh, and do magical workings even within the church because he had the favor of, uh, of that uh, royal hierarchy. Uh, they really favored him and allowed him to uh, practice his, uh, his form of magic, which was uh, really clothed in Christianity. Um, sex magic continued to be practiced in the late 19th century. Uh, Aleister Crowley and the OTO and the Golden Dawn were perhaps the most famous practitioners, but there were many others. The stigma attached to sexuality, thankfully today, is fading. Uh, most sexual practices are at least tolerated, if not condoned, in Western society. And we've really seen this in... Uh, uh, much more of a normalization with kink and fetish and BDSM. Uh, a lot more people are at least, uh, uh, they at least tolerate it now, if not condone it. At a time when magic is supposedly undergoing a renaissance with core ideas and techniques presented in, in a clear and open manner, uh, sexual magic remains entangled in glamours and misconceptions. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that out there. There's a lot of magical workings that we didn't include because, um, in my educated opinion, they were a little far-fetched. Um, there is uh, little published material, it seems, which deals with the subject clearly. And that is definitely true. It is usually the case that sexual magic is shrouded, sometimes drowned, in symbolic asides and allusions. That is definitely the case, and really why we have um, created this series, uh, Exercises in Sex Magic. Keeping this episode right here on the history really brief, and uh, I just wanted to give you kind of a bite-sized piece today, and we'll really move more into a more thorough introduction on magic in our next podcast episode. Uh, I am Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy, all one word. You can also find me as an admin of a rather large Facebook page called Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. You can find that on Facebook at WCDT BDSM. You also find me as BDSM United uh, on FetLife. Uh, that's a really important tool that we are uh, beginning to uh, really get back into uh, post-pandemic and really uh, boost our presence there on FetLife. You can find uh, a lot of a lot of growing amounts of educational materials uh, being presented there, and uh, you can find us on the web at www.bdsmunited.com. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to, uh, if you're listening on your favorite platform or watching on video on YouTube, you can find me by searching Primal Piggy and see videos of this sex magic uh, podcast. Uh, be sure to leave a review, uh, leave a like, subscribe, all of those 
those types of things so that people can also find this very important series and um, so that people can get free uh, or people being adults can get free nonviolent consensual traditional BDSM educational resources. Uh, we really want to be uh, a voice of education and we really find education sexy and hot and we uh, it's definitely one of my kinks. Uh, thank you for listening today. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.